What beautiful readings we have for the Feast of Epiphany. They forever move our imaginations with images of light, stars, journeys, searching, and discoveries. All of this spoken so eloquently and poetically in the splendid first reading that we had from Isaiah. Caravans of camels and dromedaries from Idion, all bearing gold and frankincense, attracted by the splendor of Jerusalem, radiant with light and the glory of the Lord shining upon it. Maybe to use a bit of a dated image, Christ is like the filament in a bulb, or maybe to use a more contemporary image, an LED in a light. And all of our lights here in our church are LED lights, but they still need a bulb. When our Lord assumed a human nature, he chose a place, a time, and a people to which to become flesh. That's the bulb, and he is the filament. He's the LED. He's the light that lit up the bulb. Together, they became a source of great light. And that was not only for Israel, but for all the nations. As we heard from Isaiah, all the nations shall walk by your light. Indeed, as the reading from Isaiah foreshadowed the coming of the Magi. The Magi in their distant lands most likely had all of the comforts of great princely living, but still they felt something was missing. They were restless and unsatisfied. They were willing to risk everything in search that the promised star beckoned them with. Unlike the shepherds whose story were heard a week or so earlier, they only had to just go literally across a few fields in search of Jesus in the cave. Here the Magi had a much more difficult journey to, to, to Bethlehem. We see our portrayed here in our manger scene. It's all very romantic. But when you think about it, they might have had a journey for months or even years. Perilous journey through, through the desert, risking money, energy, their lives. Very difficult to seek out the one who would bring them lasting peace. They represent all peoples, the earth of all time, who do the same thing, who are drawn to this light. Thanks to this important piece of our Christmas story, we know that Christ reaches out to all of us. I love when our Holy Father takes these journeys to these far distant lands, as he seems to do every year, where we see the light of Christ that has been taken maybe even centuries ago and how that light still shines so brilliantly, that faith. And, and it really moves our faith when we see it in the light, of our own, the light of our own lives. I'm sure in recent days, many of you may have been watching some of these big football games. Dogs, whenever they have these big games, they have the blimp up in the sky and you see these, these stadiums that are filled with brilliant light, especially if it's at night against the darkened city. And you see if the stadiums are open, you see the different colors of the different teams of all those thousands of fans in the, in the stadium. It's a light that really attracts um, people. And um, very, very simply, 
when Jesus was born, the Father in heaven wanted to shine a spotlight on his son. And the Magi saw this star. They were drawn to it as well. So we take this image, this great story, and we say, well, what does this mean for us in the pilgrimage of our own lives? So pay attention this time of the year, it's a new year, to the stirrings that might be going on in your own soul at this time. The Holy Spirit may be drawing you in some way to a closer relationship with God, to a new relationship with God, something that's more real, more deeper. Be willing to take the risk, venture out of your comfort zone, to come to know Christ in a, in a deeper way, in a more real way in your life. It's not too late to sign up for the Alpha program that's just beginning, the new season. It happens a couple times during the week now. We're beginning a new book study in our parish called The Joy of Love by Our Holy Father, talking about family life and the perils in family life, how we can navigate through this. It's a beautiful, beautiful book I'll be talking about a little later as well. In the gospel story today, there's a striking contrast between the image of Jesus, who is light and joy, and Herod, who was afraid of the great joy for all people. We might ask ourselves, how do I respond to new life when I see it? Do I welcome it, or do I complain about it? sometimes try to diminish it when it comes into my midst. For whatever reason, sometimes we're threatened by it. This story is really one of the great stories of all time, and it plays itself out over and over all around us. There is, of course, still something in us, oftentimes that is seeking something more, something new. Sometimes it's, it's another material thing. Sometimes it's an exotic trip or an advancement in our career. or Sometimes we're restless in our relationships. The darkness of winter and cold can spark this. But if we believe that God, the creator of heaven and earth, came in person, then why do we keep searching for all these gimmicks? On the Feast of Epiphany, we know that God is always the one who is leading us and guiding us. If your house is not yet back to normal, it soon will be. And as you put away all of your Christmas gifts, as you stow away these things, don't forget that the heart of Christmas season is, is, is God's gift, God's gift to us. And we believe that God's gift will always be with us in the person of Jesus, who is our guiding star on our journey home. And as we continue now in this journey of the new year, we stick with the work of getting Christ more and more into our lives and into the world around us. This Feast of Epiphany is a feast for travelers. It's a reminder that through us, Christ will continue to be born and found in the most unlikely of places and will continue to travel with us in our lives. <laughs>